Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Cup of Tea with Rick G. It's Monday, it's the 5th of October, and this is your Property News Live. Straight up then, folks. So today in the news, Homelet, the latest monthly index that they've carried out shows a 4% surge in the all UK average rent prices in just over three months. But there are significant regional variations. The insurance company says that the average rent in the UK is now £987, and that's up just 0.2% on last month, but a full 4% higher than June's figure of £951. When London is excluded, the average rent in the UK is now £828, and that's up by 3.9% year on year. Seven of the 12 regions monitored showed an increase in rental values between August and September this year, when the North East seeing the biggest increase of 2.2%. In September last month, the average rental value in London was £1,646, and that was a remarkable 99% higher than the rest of the UK, excluding London. So looked at on an annual basis, 10 of the 12 regions showed an increase in rental values between September 2019 and September 2020, with the South West seeing the highest increase of 6.6%. However, rents in London are down year on year, showing a 2.8% fall. Northern Ireland also shows a yearly decrease, also with a 2.4% fall between September 2019 and September 2020. Whilst it's undoubtedly the case, many landlords are being supportive of their tenants and agreeing temporary reductions or deferrals and it would be encouraging for them to see rents agreed on new tenancies in almost all parts parts of the country they're all continuing to hold up and generally edge forward says martin totty the chief executive at homelet this is likely because tenant demand remains strong whilst supply may be a little more constrained if some landlords are selling into a stronger sales market even if that could be a short-term phenomenon and it doesn't always help tenants much if at all for them the prospect of securing first-time mortgage finance remains as elusive as ever so those landlords committed to the sector for the long term and having shown their willingness to confront the multiple headwinds of taxation change new regulatory requirements and in certain circumstances longer notice periods to gain possession of their properties may still be rewarded for their flexibility and their perseverance with reasonable returns on their investment next on today's news tweaks being made to the right to rent system should make it easier for landlords to complete the controversial process the government says it's introducing a new online right to rent checking system possibly as soon as next month this will allow the prospective tenant to view their official home office profile which should for example carry data about the eligibility of the individual to live in the uk 
This can then be shared with the landlord if the individual wishes through a share code online access system where there will be strict safeguards to ensure the landlord can see only the appropriate right to rent information and no other data. The National Residential Landlord Association says that it understands landlords will be able to undertake either the online check or the existing document-based check. Online checks will, therefore, be a voluntary option whilst migrants and landlords develop familiarity with the new service. The NRLA says that EEA citizens will continue to be able to demonstrate their entitlement to rent to landlords by showing a valid passport or national ID card until June next year. The coronavirus restrictions mean that changes introduced some months ago to the right to rent process continue to be in place. Checks can be carried out over video calls. Tenants can send scanned documents or a photo of documents for checks using email or a mobile app rather than sending originals. Over 2 million homes in England, that's almost 1 in 10, do not have a working smoke alarm according to a survey covering all 10 years of property. And only a quarter of landlords and owner occupiers with an alarm test it every month. The Smoke and Carbon Monoxide Alarm Regulations 2015 said that private sector landlords are required from the 1st of October 2015 to have at least one smoke alarm installed on every story of their property and carbon monoxide alarms in any room containing a solid fuel burning appliance. The landlord must also make sure the alarms are in working order at the start of each tenancy. The local government association which represents councils and fire authorities in England says autumn poses a potentially greater fire risk as this is when people typically start to use heaters and open fires and cook hot food which is likely to be in greater numbers with more people working from home due to Covid. Latest government figures for 2018 and 2019 show that 9% of households in England, the equivalent of 2.17 million, do not have a working smoke alarm and only 26% of people who own an alarm test it at least once a month. This is despite experts calculating that people are around eight times more likely to die in fire in a home with no working alarm system. The LGA says it wants to work with governments ahead of an expected spending review to ensure fire and rescue services have enough funding to help improve prevention work, which will help increase the rate of working smoke alarms. An LGA spokesman said, by not having a working smoke alarm, the lives of more than 2 million households are increased risk. Smoke alarms are proven lifesavers and can make the single vital difference between surviving and dying in a fire. Extra funding to help with the increase in prevention work will help firefighters increase the rate of working smoke alarms. So finally today, an estate agent in Liverpool has adopted the unusual technique of urging vendors to sell now before prices crash. Clearly unworried about the message this sends to buyers, Liverpool agent Adam Sutton has warned that house prices could fall because of the continuing coronavirus crisis, which in his city has led to additional restrictions. Sutton, founder of Adam Sutton Estates, is quoted in the local media saying, House prices plummeted by an average 15% during the 2008 recession. 
The economic turmoil we saw then is similar to the financial disruption we are witnessing right now. So it is inevitable that house prices are going to crash. We've seen a sales mini boom this summer, but it is unlikely to last. Property prices are soaring now, but a crash is inevitable when the full effects of the recession kick in. It isn't scaremongering. We've seen property prices fall in the aftermath of every major recession and all the indications are that the economic climate is going to get even worse in the months ahead with the furlough scheme coming to an end, mortgage holidays ending, businesses closing and the consequential rise in unemployment. Some people will struggle to keep a roof over their heads. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but my advice to anyone thinking of selling is to do it now or face having thousands of pounds slashed from their property value. The consensus across the property sector is that house prices will fall. It could be far worse than property professionals are saying, so I think it is right that I speak out and inform people. It is a gloomy outlook, but current valuations are not sustainable amidst a global pandemic and what could be the worst recession in history. In June, a state agent today reported that Sutton, 27, and with a background working in London's Canary Wharf, had headed north to set up his own agency. He said that at the time, he had a target of modernising the sector in the Merseyside region, and in a launch message stated he had sold millions of pounds worth of property to some of the biggest names in show business and sport. So there you have it today, folks. Please don't forget to head over to the iTunes button and click on that review. That would be awesome. It would be really appreciated. And I'll be back here tomorrow at the same time. And until then, don't forget, make sure that you have some fun. Take care.